0: Well, welcome again to the After Hours Chasing Tone podcast. Brian, Max, and today, no one sent us beer, dude. I know. I'm a sad, Max. What we're gonna do? How are we gonna make it through the after hours without beer? This is cool, We usually like th- usually that's part of the gig, right? Just like just go it's home. end of the day, and you know, go, home. You had, go go home. Drink by myself. Had, had a long, hard day of answering emails and talking about guitar stuff, and Here's some bourbon, come on. You are a bourbon man, aren't I'm you? I'm a bourbon guy. Mm-hmm. So if you have a favorite
1: bourbon, just send me a suggestion. I like I've suggestions.
0: Been, yeah, I was on this Porter kick for a while. Yeah. I've been digging some wheat ale. See, I can't get behind the wheat. It's. I just can't do it. I, I like it. I do like it. Wheat beers, and, and for
1: some reason, I know I'm not a pure, I'm, I'm not an actual beer snob because I don't like IPAs.
0: I'm not a big fan of IPAs either. No. Yeah, but I don't like anything really hoppy. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Like, I can sip on it, but I can't really, like, I can't drink three because, like, by the middle of that first one, I'm just like, oof. Ugh, that's it's a little, bitter. That's a little much. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyways. Beer talk after hours.
1: Beer talk after hours with Brian and Max.
0: Right. So, all right. So you you anything happening this week going on? Anything funny? Interesting? Let's scary? See. No, not, not a whole lot. Any crazy emails?
1: Well, always, but... I don't want to incriminate anybody.
0: Well, that's true. I mean, the 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 the, uh, (laughs) a common email that we get a lot, as you know, is like the email that says, "I love your guys' stuff. Can you know, will you endorse me? Will you send me a free pedal?" (laughs) And and you're you know you're like, well. We do endorsements from time to time. What, what if our stuff are you using? Oh, I don't use anything yet. Yeah, I like something though. Right, and like, so, so my thought is, then why Why would you possibly want an endorsement from a company that you don't even know if you like their stuff? Yeah, you I selling
1: sell it on eBay and <laughs> make some money.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, so like, if you're, if you're definitely looking for an endorsement, that's the wrong way to go through any company, you yeah. know? I mean, like, we're looking for people that want to have a following of some sort. It's true. Use our stuff already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's, sort of a, it's it's sort of a win-win relationship. They already like our stuff. Um, we like what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they promote us, you know, whether they're YouTube guys or whether they're a group or whatever it might be. Um, you know, they so, so they talk to their fan base about us. In return, you know, we we put them on our webpage and, you know, they might come to the NAM show and do a guest appearance or something like that. I mean, yeah, it's, a it's, it's really just more of a relationship sort of thing. So um, If we give away pedals to everybody that want endorsement, we wouldn't we would be broke. Right. Th- this would yeah. be a, a charity of some sort, I it guess. It would be. Yeah. It would be a hobby. Yeah. And then you'd have to do this for free. Yeah. and that, Not that
1: I don't enjoy it. Just like eating is really cool. <laughs> and like putting electricity like in my house a ru- is really cool. A roof over your head. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that nice. Being homeless is awesome.
0: Be able, being able to put gas in your car is always a, always a fun thing. Feeding the dog, all the good stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so all right. So I had um, I had actually a topic I was looking at. Okay, oh, no. so this is on our, the Wampler Petals Tone Group. Okay, Okay. which is if you if you aren't a member of the Wampler Petals Tone Group, just stop whatever you're doing right yeah. now. Press pause. Press yes. Get on your Facebook app on your phone, and subscribe. No, you subscribe. No, you join. You join, join the group. So join the group. Send doing. us a message. Saying, "Hey, heard you on the After Hours podcast, and uh, I did what you told me to in the joint." So, anyways, Boom. here's a question from that. It keeps coming up, so I figured this is a good time to answer it. Uh, the question is, why, in general, do most overdrives have so much volume on tap? Unity gain, unity volume, is often around 9 a.m. on on. Uh, well, they say it's often around 9 a.m. It's actually all over the place. Yeah, depending on the pedal. You can usually drive the front end of the amp way before maxing out the volume knob. So why have so many extra decibels of volume available? Can a certain amount of decibels going into the front end damage your amp? So several questions there. You got anything you should me to jump right into Trip it? Jump right in. You sure? Yeah. You're positive. Both feet. You sure? Feet yeah, am I going to put you to sleep this time?
1: No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll wake up when time's right. Okay. So
0: <laughs> let me, uh, let me push my glasses back on my face a little bit. Tuck in your pocket tuck, protector. Tuck in my pocket protector <laughs> and, um, and, and, and kind of dive into this. When dealing with any sort of electrical circuitry, whether it's pedal or an amp or anything involving sound and gain, you're, you can kill. And let me back up a little bit. That's a terrible way of starting it out. So with any circuit, you can make it. Yeah, you can make it louder. You can make it less loud. Um, there are some pedals we have where I'm like, where once it, as I'm breadboarding it, once as I'm designing it, there's so much volume on tap that I literally, I literally have to put some circuit, some circuitry, voodoo in there to kill some of the volume. Some volume sprinkle. Because yes, yeah, so one of the things I hate myself. Is whenever you get you don't a pedal, hate yourself. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I hate <laughs> myself. I, I totally. I just can't stand it anymore. <laughs> hey, sorry. So, so one of the things I, I don't like about pedals is whenever you know Unity, like you turn it up just a smidge. Like on a scale of one to ten, like one is Unity volume. Yeah. I'm like what the Bar. and it feels like you don't really get a chance to like open up, quote right the pedal. You know. Um, so I I really I like it to be around noon. That's always what I'm kind of trying to hit on. Um, that way there's some extra volume there if you need it. Yeah, um, You have plenty of room to play with there. It just to me, that feels more natural. It um, doesn't always happen that way, just depending on the circuitry, but that's what I'm shooting for. Um, some, uh, I mean, other pedals, why other people don't do that? I have no idea. I've, I've never really sat down with anyone else and, and asked them their qu- their thoughts on that. But um, I know with me, it is something that I'm particular about. So, thoughts on volume. And even like... Uh, well, we can take like the Paisley drive, for example, the Paisley drive doesn't have a whole lot of volume on tap. It just, it, and it's by design. Yeah. And I actually had tried to get Brad to, I gave him a different prototype and uh, he didn't like it as much. He liked this version better. So it's his name on the pedal. So we do it his way. Yeah. You get what I mean? Um, now, when we did the dual fusion, <coughs> the, the left channel, of that dual fusion is actually kind of a variant on that, on the Paisley yeah.
1: drive it's a little darker though right Voice it's work. a little
0: darker but it also is um has a lot more volume on tap so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna blow your mind here you ready i actually put i actually put a um inverting op-amp stage shut at the th- front door i did all <laughs> the way an inverting op-amp stage on that and gave it some more volume and some tonal shaping properties
1: to stop here right there Ron. This is a problem we don't have any beer. We get all nerdy and we start going in the parts. When we have beer. It's just, it's a barrel full of giggles here, people. We need some giggle juice. Email me at max I will give you the shipping address to send us beer or or what, you know, anything unopened. You know what? It's unopened. Yeah, let's, 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 be, let's, let's back up. Yeah.
0: This must be full bottles that haven't been opened yeah. yet. Not or cans. <laughs> or cans are fine, too. I don't like half drink this might be shirt-worthy, you know. Six, I pack, like, six pack for a shirt. I like where your,
1: your head's out here. Yeah,
0: it's me. a fact, we'll make it happen. We can we can do that. We can make an even trade of, of, of something like that.
1: We really could. Yeah. We'll even throw, throw in a pickle and or a koozie. And
0: you know what? I bet you we can find a sticker.
1: Maybe, don't don't push it though. <laughs> that might be worth the seventh beer, <laughs> we'll see. Exactly, or, <laughs> or in your case, bourbon. Yeah, or bourbon, yeah.
0: <laughs> Just the
1: barrels. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I actually saw, totally off subject, uh, Sam's Club. I is Sam's Club a Midwest thing? don't
0: know. No, 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 it's, no. it's like the Walmart. It's 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 basically a big Walmart, but it's more for people who buy in bulk, right? Yeah,
1: it's like a, you can buy like a like a pallet of food if you want. They actually sell like barrels full of bourbon, like a whole like Jack Daniels and, and Jim Beam. You could buy a like an entire barrel of bourbon. kidding okay, me. No, it's it's really expensive. At Sam's. At Sam's. Yeah, in Bloomington, Indiana, you can do this. Wow. It's crazy expensive
0: though. I wonder if that's because it's College Town though.
1: Maybe I didn't think about that, but anyways, my wife said no, so I can't have any. And if Sam is real, he'll he'll deliver it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if he doesn't,
1: I know the truth. <laughs>
0: All right. So so um, my completely sober Max. I know. All right. What uh what question you got there? Actually, it's one from uh, Wampler's own Alex Clay.
1: He posted. I I I don't think he worded it like this. I might have tweaked it. So sorry, Alex. I'm paraphrasing. But it says uh, what two artists Living or dead, would you like to see collaborate on a song? You go. So, actually, uh, it was, this is like, mine actually kind of already happen. Um, I saw uh, when John Mayer first released uh, the Born and Raised album, I was hearing like a lot of like Grateful Dead undertones to it. So how cool would be like if Mayer teamed up like Phil Esh and the Dead, right? Like, the the mm-hmm. remaining members of the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. And then he did this year. Like uh, Zane Carney announced it, and then John announced mm-hmm. it right after that. So he teamed up with Grateful Dead, so it's
0: pretty cool. So what you're saying is it was your idea first?
1: It was. That or somebody's reading my thoughts. <laughs> That's why I drink so much. So. Excuse <laughs> uh, me. Yeah, on.
0: so that was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's a two. Uh, I guess they're they're kind of similar artists now. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, don't uh, kill me for that. For, mm-hmm. for you guys that actually listen to a lot of Grateful Dead, I, I'm a huge you know Dead fan, huge mayor fan. I mean, John, oh my gosh, I'm such a. I'm not even a really a closet fanboy anymore. I'm just an openly Big fanboy of John Mayer, you all came, things John. You Mayer. You came out of the closet. I did, yeah. I am a full-fledged out of the closet John Mayer fan. Um,
0: I like music. his live stuff.
1: Yeah, it, it's cool. I mean, for me, like my favorite John Mayer era is a trio. Anyways, that was just
0: yeah, was definitely awesome. trio stuff.
1: Definitely trio stuff. But yeah, yeah.
0: Th- th- those are yeah. mine too. I'm not a big fan of like your body is a wonderland type stuff. I mean, I can I can do it. I can take it. Yeah, but that's not what gets me going. Like when you know if I'm. If I'm getting ready to go get in a serious workout, I don't yeah. put on that. Oh, I do. It makes me feel pretty. I mean, <laughs>
1: no, come on. When that song's about like Jennifer Love Hewitt, <laughs> I'd write a song for her too.
0: That song is about Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, it he's, shows how much I know.
1: He's a date Jennifer Love Hewitt and wrote that song about her. Be kidding. So you. now, when I listen to the song again, you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, that's Jennifer Love
0: Hewitt." Now it makes sense.
1: See, if I wrote that song, it would just be one big stutter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sound <laughs> of no drool hitting the floor. Yeah. huh? Max
1: passed out. Had a heart attack. It finally, it
0: finally happened. So for me, <laughs> mine actually happened too. Actually, Did so it really? Brad Paisley, Brad Paisley put out an album called Play. It was mostly instrumental. Um, and on one of those songs, he had Brent Mason on there. Well, that's cool. And but the way it was recorded, like, come to find out, like that, he they basically sent the tracks to everybody, and they kind of oh, tracked him you know, and their own respective studio. But, you know. How cool to be like in the same room
1: together. I know. that's the, so. Like <laughs> I so know. Still,
0: still when I hear it, though, I'm like, it's not true. They were totally in the same room. <laughs> you room. just
1: pretend like they're hanging out. Yeah. They yeah, had
0: pizza beforehand and
1: played some music afterwards. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's the, like, yeah, that was, uh, the, like, the best thing to me would be to just, like, watch those two guys just in a room. Just trading licks back and forth. You Dude, know what I mean?
1: They'd never stop talking about gear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they that's true. Brad's like, check out this
1: reverb paddle. And Brent Mason be like, that's a good reverb. <laughs> and they just go back and forth. They're both just gearheads. Brad like changes everything every five. He's like you. Yes. Changes like your live rig like every five seconds. Mm-hmm. Brent just has all the same stuff.
0: Yep. Yeah. You know, every time Something I've sort of. ever seen Brad, every, and I've seen it every tour now, and sometimes multiple times on a tour, like if, you know they're in Cincinnati, which is an hour and a half away. I'll drive to Cincinnati the next night, and see them there too. And it's not uncommon to see different set, like a like a different pedals on his on his pedal board. In yeah. fact, it's like a sound check and stuff. He'll substitute stuff in and out as he, he's like, let's <laughs> let's play the Zen Drive tonight. I'm gonna do the Zen Drive, or you know, or whatever you know. Yes,
1: James. I feel like the uh, the in drive tonight. That'd be, that'd be fabulous. Thank you, Huxley. But
0: I I, um, I think actually I think uh, Keith Urban is probably even bigger of a gearhead. Oh really? Mm-hmm. See that's crazy. Because he he'll, he'll switch like an <coughs> amp like, like entire rigs. Like yeah, not using the Marshalls tonight. Let's use uh, you know <laughs> let's use the Fenders tonight. Oh.
1: <laughs> like at least it doesn't do like in the middle of the song. Like he's playing wait wait people. I gotta change this. <laughs>
0: Oh. Not that I know of, no. <laughs> but that's another great player too. I mean, and they did—they oh, yeah. did—they um, did their. Uh, what was the song called? Start a band, I think. It was both of them playing, but it wasn't like them trading licks back and forth. Yeah, it was just more of a radio-friendly hit.
1: Still, though, be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. in that room.
0: Yep. And then let's see, what else would be cool? You know, Brad Paisley and George Lynch. Oh, no. yes. You
1: wouldn't ruined it now. Like, no, I was with you with, the, I, with Mason, but
0: I—I am a—I am a. I am a Okay, you were a closet mayor fan. I've been a closet Lynch fan.
1: You're not a closet
0: fan at all. That that is true. So at Nam and at some Winter Nam in L.A., George will be walking around just checking out gear, and every year, like without fail, I kind of like Mr. Lynch, Mr. Lynch, I get my picture. Can I can I get a picture with you? I'm total like. Starstruck, can't <laughs> speak. Yeah, totally big time. So, did
1: we see George Lynch play in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Did you play like Red House? Yes, <laughs> by Hendrix, and it was just it was just wankage the whole time. I don't understand the problem. He never played a chord not a single chord is harmed in the playing of that song. Dude, it's George Lynch. <laughs>
0: it's 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 like putting down a Hendrix. Was it a is it Derek St. Holmes? Derek St. Holmes. Yeah, he,
1: yeah, he was singing on that on that on that song. And uh, like George would be like ripping like over like what he's playing, and he just kept turning around and, like mean mugging
0: him the whole time. Dude, it's George. It's George Lynch.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: George Lynch. I don't. I don't think you understand. I mean, <laughs> the Lynch mob. I mean, come on. Yes, the Lynch mob, the <laughs> docking era. I mean, oh. Brian's Brian's getting a little glassy eyes. I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. Oh, man. That's nasty. Anyway, so Alex, Clay, that is the answer to your question. Okay. Set beer (laughs) ASAP. (laughs) This is... Okay, so next question. Discuss how you can't go off settings in a manual and why it changes depending on what amp you're using. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's you just have to not when we set up the at least you know when I help write the instruction manual when we do settings and Jason's a, a even bigger part of this than I am Jason Wilding works for you know with is, is the Wampler UK right. essentially um, it's we I mean for the most part we use very neutral sounding amplifiers um, it doesn't really color your sound a whole lot It doesn't give you a lot of highs or lows it's very flat sounding so we get kind of a true voicing of the pedal. When you plug those pedals in a home, whether it be a, the Deluxe Reverb or a Marshall or a Vox or whatever, uh, they're going to change your your tone. Your bass tone is going to change drastically. Uh, it's not always the case, but for the most part, your amp's going to kind of give you a different flavor. Your guitars are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, going off those bass settings, you can play the exact same settings, even like the same amplifier and same guitar. No I hate to say your tones in your hands, but mm-hmm. there's just there's too many changing variables that mm. make it sound exactly like what we're going for. So yeah. use it as a as a basis and then kinda of take it from there.
0: Right. You probably get the question a lot, like, How, what's the Eddie Van Halen sound settings yeah. on the Pinnacle?
1: And I always say, like, you yeah. know, do this to this, like mm-hmm. 9 o'clock to 1 o'clock here mm-hmm. and 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. It, it'll get you in the
0: ballpark, mm-hmm. tweak it to, you know, do you hear it, what's right. Unless you're using an AC-30. Unless
1: you're using an AC-30, then it's just not possible.
0: <laughs> it's, it's just not possible. It's like, mm, no. Well, it. maybe the normal channel yeah, with you, different, You might with be a different to. cabinet, different speakers. A different tube configuration. Yeah. Yeah. EQ pedal.
1: You could do a David Lee Roth and just nose dive off the stage.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: That's that's terrible. I'm sorry, Mr. Roth. No, I'm not. It's
0: <laughs> so, what do you think about um, what do you think about the Van Halen going on as they're doing? Do it. What do you think about Van Halen going on as as they've been going on? Just you know, sure. Got, got a, his son in there. Not Michael Anthony's not part of it anymore. Yeah. See, I was never like really huge into Van Halen, so for me, it's like what? Hold
1: on. Does not compute. Trying to translate that brain matter. Um, Not a
0: fan of Van Halen.
1: I didn't say I wasn't. I wasn't like a big. I'm not as big of a fan as Van Halen as I am Mayor.
0: It's like saying I'm not a fan of showers. I'm not.
1: No, I am. It, I am. I it <laughs> mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, this is probably heresy for most of you guys listening. For me, it's like I appreciate. You know, Eddie's playing. He's an amazing player. It, he does what he does really, really, really good. It just. I, I. can never just sit down and listen to an entire album. It just doesn't do it for me.
0: I'm, I've literally. <laughs> I am literally yeah. speechless. Like oh, it's okay. It just, it just doesn't do it for me. It I mean, growing sound. up, I would listen to. it. Front to back and then start all over again.
1: My dad did too.
0: <laughs>
1: no, he uh, doesn't. My dad's way older. <laughs> way older.
0: But uh, hey, teach their own and just okay. You know, I can right. appreciate it. So I know where we stand as friends. All right.
1: Then. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're no longer employed here. <laughs> I have a box waiting for you. We'll mail your stuff to you.
0: Just leave. <laughs> so Scott Wyland passed away recently. He
1: did. Yeah. Absolutely. What a what a shame. Yeah. It was cool. I, I saw him uh, in, uh, for uh, those of you around the Indiana area, X-Fest, I saw him, uh, I think, 2001, 2002. He came out in, like, a giant hat and sunglasses and just, I mean, just killed it. I mean, mm-hmm. He really did slay this, the set, and it's a shame that, um, And I don't, I don't know all the circumstances surrounding his passing. I think the official report is he died in his sleep on a tour bus. Yeah, but, uh, I heard there was Coke on the bus. I, I don't, yeah, I, I didn't
0: uh, get that far into it. I think, I heard there, I this is what I heard. Um, I heard there's cooking a cook on a bus and I uh, had a heart attack sleep.
1: Yeah, I d I, I not doubt it, <laughs> you know, but I hate to speculate, but yeah. either way, it's a shame. I mean, you know, STP is, was was a really cool band. Scott's uh, stuff with Velvet Revolver was mm-hmm. outstanding as well. So,
0: You know, I uh, when I was younger, in my 20s, I would uh, stay in Tampa, Florida. Where yeah. My brother lived there at the time. And I'd go down there for the winter and because I worked construction, and uh, sure. you know, if you don't have any kids and you're not married, you're like, "What the hell, man? I'm gonna go, if I'm working <laughs> construction, I'm gonna go somewhere warm, right?" Exactly. Uh, being up live in Indiana, it's cold in the winter here. So, uh, so I'd go down there and work where it was nice and warm, and you know there's a beach nearby, and you know it's it just—I mean, yeah, you know I mean it was it was a cool hang when you don't have any responsibilities. By the way, if you're young, I recommend that highly. <laughs> it's one of the best years ever and best experiences from that time of my life. Anyways, moving on now. Um, so, anyway, I was st- I was in Tampa, and I saw I saw them there with uh, what is that band that has two players in it? Uh, oh, I know you know it. Okay, let me grab a guitar. Hold on. Okay, so I'll play this unplugged, right? So. Oh yeah. Oh, damn, Born to damn. be down. Yeah. Oops, what what hell was that? Uh, Local H. That's yes, them. Local yes. H. so they were playing Local H. and um, man, the guitar tone it was so gigantic. Yeah. And it, and this was like a closed call and Sim, and so usually, Ten usually there's like bounty. weird stuff happening, but I don't know what they did differently, but it was just so amazing. That's awesome. Oh, like like, and that's that's the kind of stuff I remember. It's not like yeah. oh that was a, such an entertaining concert. It's I was always like. No, man, I I remember like, the guitar tone at that concert was so inspiring. Yeah. So then I went home to my crappy little boss processor and tried <laughs> to cop the tone through my Gorilla amp, and it just wasn't working. <laughs> no, but Ugh. anyways, yeah, so it's a shame to yeah. see a talented guy like that pass. I played uh, my
1: very first 90s band show with, with uh, Flannel Jane. Mm-hmm. on uh, would that go? It
0: went well, great
1: uh, Friday night. We actually opened it up with uh, Plush by STP. Mm-hmm. So that was, our, that was our little Scott Weiland tribute there. So cool. That yeah, was pretty neat. So yeah, we had a, we had. I mean, the club I think held like 250 people, and we had probably 200 people all night. So really, yeah, which is which is way different from a blues gig where you have like 20 people. Right. You know, so it was pretty neat. Yeah, everybody is middle aged. I'm like, man, there's all kinds of old people here. And I was looking around, I'm like, oh, they're all my age. <laughs> it's like, I'm the old person now. I've gotten old. When did this happen? <laughs> uh, but then I was, the gig was like 10 to 2. Mm-hmm. And I'm like starting to yawn like at 11.30. I'm like, oh, man, it's too old for this. <laughs> you know, it's like, when did I get so old? Papaw. Papaw.
0: Not yeah problem. pretty just much take it, drink a red bull dude
1: oh i did i had two of them that was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> i thought i could fly home but of course i had to do the responsible almost 30 thing i'm like i'm gonna get sugar for your red bull because too much sugar right regular red bull right it's like asking a hooker for a hug you need the extra sugar
0: yeah it's kind of like drinking decaf coffee yeah that's point point that's pointless. point yeah.
1: don't send out duels beer <laughs> Whatever on that subject, on that on that name. That's don't true. send alcohol free beer. If you're gonna send beer, send beer. Right. Yeah. Or Red Bull with sugar in it. <laughs> I got nothing.
0: All right. So well that's about it for me this week. Yeah. it has been a pretty uneventful week. It's been kinda of chill, gearing up for the holiday season, yep. just keeping busy, man. Yep, getting ready to go through Christmas here shortly. So there may be a temporary hiatus from us as we yeah. uh Spend time with our families. and we, They like we,
1: that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. And we, the office kind of closes, doesn't technically close down. We slow down. We slow down, them. and we all work from home the week after Christmas. So basically, you know, it's what, like 10 days off or something, because that Pretty goes to yeah. the new year, which, of course, we have off. And you, you need that time, though, with the family, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you get If you don't spend time with a wife or kids, they get angry.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's nice for them to remember who you are again. Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, you're the guy that...
0: See I haven't seen you since last Christmas, Dad. <laughs> How you been? <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways, all right. So, hope you guys enjoy this. If you have any questions, just shoot us an email: podcast at wamplerpedals com. You can actually, uh, you can send us a tweet as well, and just yeah. uh, hashtag uh, ask chasing tone. Yeah and uh check us out on instagram check us out on youtube if you like the video version if you have time it's uh, quite a bit different than this type of setup yeah but uh still informative nonetheless and uh we'll catch you next time right. see you